What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode. It is season four, episode four, and we're back with In Case You Missed It this week. Kicking things off, we're talking about Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Then we talk about the GTA 6 trailer. Then after that, it's trial season. So we talk about our opinions on a few trials that are happening right now. And then finally, we give a big congratulations to Nelly and Ashanti on their huge announcement. This is season four, episode four. In case you missed it, this is the experience. Ugh. All right. These little messages on here worry me. The like actual recording is going to be higher later. Like this shit, because sometimes that shit don't be what the fuck it says it's going to be. Maybe cat. Riverside's cat most of the time. Capside. Ooh, Capside. Is, that a, is that a word? River cat? River cap. Ooh, I have a river cap. River cat. Yeah, river cap. No, I'm you niggas suck. I miss squad cast. I don't miss squad cast either. He <laughs> <laughs> said I don't miss that shit. He said that Let's shit just both trash. move to New York and like film in the same room. Let's do that. Mm, <laughs> we should actually film in front of a live studio audience. Bitch, you're on to something. That would be here but what's up guys welcome back to another brand new episode of the experience i am jay aka the sports gay and joined with me is d allen aka the don of all trades and we are back with another in case you missed it this is season four episode four. Oh my god so much has happened darren hit it on the nail when he said the first in case you missed it that every time we're away so much shit hap or every time that we start potting so much shit happens so we just have to cover it all um first thing that we're going to talk about is renaissance baby you guys know if you know me personally if you've listened to this pod you guys know that i am a diehard fan of beyonce a part of the beehive all of that and this weekend she released her long anticipated concert film for her renaissance album she went on tour and she released a film it was you know it showed a behind the scenes of the concert it also showed like the full like con- I think she left out a few songs, but like you kind of like got the whole picture. I felt like you were there, honestly, because for me, I didn't get to go to the concert. So it was like a nice like gift, like you got the concert and you also got the behind the scenes of it. Um, I thought that it was great. Also, I just want to note, too, that she got 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes um, for the film, which is amazing. That's impeccable. That means it was, you know, no flaws. Everybody loved it. Um, flaws and all kind of funny that starts at the end there were no flaws but um, that happened and then I think she like broke the record for post Thanksgiving weekend um, box office sales she broke that um, and that record hasn't been broken for like 20 years I think I don't know it was it's some shit look it up I'm not a fact smith uh, but she broke the record I know that much um, but I just uh I don't even know where to begin. Like, it was just perfect. It's like, you guys, you know, you see Beyonce, you hear her music, you see the performances, and you're already in awe. But then to see, like, what it takes to do all of that and how hands-on she is, it just, it just like, makes you have, like, a whole nother respect and appreciation. Like, I was in that theater watching the movie, and I'm like, man fuck this shit like I, why am i watching a movie i need to be working i need to be writing songs like that's how inspiring that this film was like she literally knew piece by piece i don't want to give too many spoilers but like she like 
knew like every crew member what they did she knew like the parts of the stage that needs to be built she knew like what type of lights that she needed my favorite part which is this is a spoiler but she needed like a 30 foot uh camera rack thing right mm-hmm. and like they were trying to tell her like oh like that doesn't exist that doesn't exist and um she's like i just did a google search and it does exist so it's like it, it just shows like how like people like they will try and gaslight the fuck out of you especially black women and it's like if beyonce beyonce is getting gaslit it makes you think like what the average woman is going through black woman is going through day to day um but all in all i loved it um you know when she did the dubai run for what was that song uh for for for, for i know it i know it for drunken love when she first of all when she released that run the world shifted the fact that everybody heard that run and it was from a concert that was not supposed to even like it was a private concert nobody was supposed to know about that shit um the fact that like the whole world knew and then she brought it back for the tour like that part for me in the movie i felt out of fucking body but like i I just love beyonce and i can tell amazing can tell. like you can see i have not stopped my sentence i have gone on um i'll let darren speak a little bit about like what he thinks and all of that but i just had to get all of that i had to make sure that i talked about everything so he just yeah. word vomited everything to go ahead and shout out beyonce yeah i know that's that's your girl man you like the president um of the fan club the beyonce fan the pre- club. there's there there are people who are better than you know, yeah yeah or more i guess more in obsessed yeah. with beyonce than yeah. you are because i here's the thing like i am a fan of hers but like I don't want to get too crazy because it's like I want to work with her one day and like yeah I feel like that's weird that'd be weird for her to like work with somebody and they're like so mm-hmm. like infatuated and obsessed like I don't ever want to get to that level but I do have like a huge respect and admiration like I aspire to have the work ethic that she has like she is doing the damn thing yeah you don't want like a swarm situation like that movie that kind of was based off the beehive and whatnot you don't want to be like Dre yeah, I don't, see, I don't see that in your future anyway. But no, shout Who out. Who is your favorite artist? That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, shout out Beyonce though. This is uh this is huge. I think this is. I like the I like this approach that she did. It kind of gives people who didn't get the get a chance to see her like multinational tour or go to her concert because obviously it was expensive. And, you know, timing. Also, I know a lot of people who are, like, big, big Beyonce fans. Not just you. You didn't get a chance to go to the concert. But I know people who also didn't get a chance to go to the concert, too. And they really appreciated a film that kind of, you know, kind of made it into, like, a a documentary. um, Yeah. In a sense, kind of what that is. And a lot of sports. In sports, that's really common. Where, like, you'll get kind of like a season. Like, for example, we'll say, remember The Last Dance with Michael Jordan? Um, yeah, that was like a Netflix multi-part series that kind of chronicled Michael Jordan's last season as a Chicago Bull in 1997 to 1998. And um, it kind of showed behind the scenes exactly what he was thinking about at that time, what each player was thinking about, uh, how much it impacted the league at the time and how much it affected it, you know, for years to come. So I think that this will be like a similar staple uh, for Beyonce to kind of like have this movie, this film to be kind of a stamp and what this era was for her at a renaissance era and from what i can see i'm not like a huge beyonce fan i like beyonce for sure but it's cool to see like everybody kind of gather together and like be so full of life and energy when it comes to her and when it comes to her work when it comes to her passion you could tell her fan base 
invests a lot of time into her and that and that time you know has a real effect with how much output she 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 has and how much work her work ethic like you said how much work she puts out and the music quality and whatnot and it's it's, it's a slapper honestly i think yeah i think it's dope i might see the movie i don't know you have but to think, see it you have to see it i don't, you I don't know i feel like you really enjoy it and i think going off of what you said like how you said that like the fans really invest a lot of time into her. She, I think she, I don't think, I know that she knows that, which is evident. I think she, she definitely talks about that in the film that she knows that. And so she's very particular about like everything and yeah. like making sure that like, you know, that she is showing up for us, us because we got her. So she's going to have us too. So yeah. 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 And, and one thing I did see a lot is like these, how much did these fans have treated this like it was a concert it felt like like you on other hand you had a whole fit like you had I a whole fit. you would think you was going to the concert but no you was going to amc nigga mm-hmm. you was going right in them chairs to sit down and watch that goddamn film like everybody else i saw videos of people dancing in the middle of the aisles when like songs would come on i saw fireworks i think i think you saw that video that wasn't real that was not real that was fake Okay, I was about to say, I saw, I saw somebody literally light fireworks inside <laughs> the theater. I was like, yo, no way y'all niggas are this hype over this shit. It's like a fucking... I, but honestly, I know I, I see the hype. It's not just hype in the U.S. I've been seeing hype all around the world. I know you see your your, your folks over there. They they lit on that other side um, of the world. I know you see that, right? Hey, hey, them Israelis going hard over Break My Soul. Them videos, them niggas is lit. They wearing an Israeli flag saying, hey. Let me stop. Because that shit was kind of fucked up. <laughs> the visual was kind of fucked up. You know, we talked yeah. about last episode about phony activism and whatnot. So I'm not about to sit here and be like, this is Beyonce fault. But it is funny as shit to see, to know the conflict going on. And the fact that this film has transcended that conflict, and I would say it's, that it's, I even, say no, that no, I'm not saying it's, yeah. it's it's forget. It's not saying like it's, it absolves the conflict. I'm saying it's okay. it's gotten to the point where like people will gravitate towards Beyonce regardless of their viewpoints, mm-hmm. even if it's like di- directly opposed to the artist that they are. Um, you know, they loving it. You know, we already know how, how Israel feels about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But we also know how Beyonce feels and her camp feels about the situation. So to have mm-hmm. them kind of champion her music or champion like the whole vibe is kind of like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a juxt. It's kind of it diametrically yeah. opposes itself. Yeah. It's but you know, niggas was niggas was lit. They was turning yeah. up, and I was like, oh shit, man! I hope the Palestinians turning up too with the same shit. But low key, it's like it kind of. I feel it's like a rock and a hard place for me. It's giving because we brought up Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um. What did he say? Like Republicans buy sneakers. sneakers. Yeah, it's giving that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I still love Beyonce. I thought yeah. that the film was great. Yeah. Um, it's still free Palestine. Yeah. Um, Always. Yeah. Always. It is what it is. But hey, shout yeah. out Beyonce. I hope hope she made hope she makes more money than Taylor Swift because I don't want white women to win. I think that she is on track to do that. I okay. think I read that somewhere. Yeah. Good. Good. Because so. we she, she she already got too much. I mean, she already got 100%. Taylor didn't get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. She didn't. It was like, was it like 80 or some shit? I don't even did know. Did she do it something? Was it wasn't the exact. You didn't see it. I don't know. I, don't oh, I, I did not go see the Eras tour. I'd have to have my friend Matthew on here because he went. Cole actually saw that shit too, I think. The Eras yeah, tour. So. 
Okay. Yeah, so I would have to have them like talk about that, but no. I'm, it was cool I, though. Like, no disrespect. I'm just not that big of a Taylor fan. Um, yeah. You know, and most black I people. think that it was cool. I also think that it was cool that they like showed up to support each other. You know, you had Taylor come to, uh, you had yeah. Beyonce come to Taylor's premiere, and then you had Taylor come to Beyonce's London premiere. Yeah. Um, no, that was dope. I think I, think I Taylor, love like women supporting women. Like it's amazing. I love it's it. Amazing. I think they're yeah. good friends too. And it was cool because I work I used to work at Ford Field mm-hmm. um at this amazing advertising agency. Um shout out Campbell Ewald. Um but when we was there, that was during the summer with both of those shows, and they both performed at Ford Field because they're both stadium level artists, and Ford Field is our football stadium. So we so I saw like what it was like in downtown Detroit when Taylor came and how it was in downtown Detroit when Beyonce came and how like how big that both of them are for different demographics and how it just brings people together and how Ford Field kind of shepherded that yeah. moment for all of us. It was dope. Shout out to the concert. Shout out to the artists, man. I always salute yeah. y'all. I feel there. like this year in music, amazing. Cause you know, we were coming off of the pandemic and so like the artists, like, I feel like you could really feel that. Like they were like, okay, we're free. Like we're performing, like we're giving, we're giving. They gave this year. They gave. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm full from seeing that movie and just everything. That's what are we talking about next? In case okay. you missed it, what happened? In case you missed it, this just in today. Actually, you guys were here on Thursday. But today, Monday, December 4th, shout out my brothers, Alpha Phi Alpha. Fraternity oh, Incorporated. Yeah. Happy, Founders Day. Happy Founders Day to the wonderful brothers, the distinguished gentlemen of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Special shout out to the Epsilon chapter. I gotta throw that shit up. Yeah. But special, today, special shout out to Omari Hardrick. Um, yeah. Okay. My bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's a good brother. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, what I was about to say that today we just got the long-awaited, highly anticipated much debated trailer for grand theft auto 6. oh man mm-hmm. all of you who are in our age range or even older some even younger know how much gta means how much it means to the culture how much it means to our hearts our souls and our insatiable desires to cause unimaginable violence <laughs> um it allows us to really express that and really show that through the game and gta has been a staple in the culture for decades. The last GTA was GTA 5, to give you context, it came out in 2013. If I ask Jay what happened in 2013, he'll be like, that's when we met. That, whoa, that is yeah. when we met. That's, that's crazy. We met. And that's when we met. 2012, 2013, when that shit was coming out, that's when we met. And we now we're we about to get the sequel to that GTA 6 12 years later, because it comes out in 2025. And I want to say, I told you so, Jay. And I want to say, I told you so, Aaron. Both niggas who said it was coming out next year. And it's coming out 2025. I told you, you niggas, the niggas was not going to be done by next year. This is a two, this game is too big. They got too much on their plates. And me as a gaming nigga, y'all know that. Y'all saw, well, I don't think y'all, y'all, no, no, no. We wasn't podding yet when Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2 came out. But we I did that shout out that first episode, though. That shit was amazing. But GTA 6, I will be purchasing, I will be playing, and I can't wait for that shit to come And out. I will be playing it via share play on the game. <laughs> hey, ever since I told Jay that shit, he's been like, he's not going to buy a single game ever no, again, no. bro. That nigga just I'll, buy Mortal, I'll buy Mortal Kombat, and if you want to play that, okay. I'll give that to you. 
we can, can have a one-sided relationship, you know. <laughs> I'm dead. We can do Mortal Kombat. You know they put um Homelander and Omni Man in it. What? They did. As, like, I want to play as Omni Man and see what he could do. He's gonna. He has like his fatality is the shit he did with Mark. Put his head at the um at the train. Oh, and kill. Yeah. So yeah, you go take like whoever you battle and put it, put their head in the train and just. But this time, since they're not Mark, they're gonna actually die too. Mark, these lives are meaningless. <laughs> hey, shout out! Hey, shout out, Invincible! That bitch. Chef's kiss. Chef's fucking kiss. Season two, part two, come out next year, January. So we should we should have a lot. But yeah, I'm excited for GTA Six. I think yeah. that it's going it's, to- it's the first uh, woman protagonist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah, let's see. Let's see, man. I can't wait for that, man. I'm about to go crazy, man. I wonder how that's going to work with the strippers. She can get she can get bitches, too, and they might or be the hookers. strippers in there. Or the hookers. She might, because mm, I'm going to be fucking hookers. Yeah. Because they used to be animated. Like, I heard there's, there's fucking in it. Can you confirm that? Like, um, I heard that, me. like, wow. Yeah, yeah. First The Sims and now Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. Why do you guys want these... You know, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna no, no, no. Sims that, is different. That's not for me to judge. Sims is different. All y'all that play the Sims got some sort of playing house fetish going on <laughs> right now. Y'all got like there's something going on with y'all. I fuck with. I fuck with. You know the girls that play Sims because it's largely women. Y'all are cool, but that Sims game, there's something up with the developers who did that shit. Because I be seeing like some shit. Oh, it must be y'all actually. Because it's so. It's super like. I guess. I guess you can customize it a lot. You so, can customize the fuck. I saw a sim with the like so thirty inch sewing. I'm like, you can do that. Shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm... Shout out Sims. I guess. Yeah. But all right, guys. In case you missed it, it is unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, trial season. We've got a few people on trial. We've got Jonathan Majors. Um, actor in Loki, you know, he's king of the uh, of the Marvel franchise of the MCU. He's also been in, um, he was in Creed, he was also in Lovecraft Country, you know, well established actor. We also have Young Thug, he is battling out, um, trying to beat that case as well. Um, yeah, I just feel like <laughs> it's heavy, it's heavy, it's kind of heavy. I just think that. Ultimately, justice should be served, yes. and the people who know what really went on is the people in the situation and God, and I just hope that what God sees comes to light, not to make this very religious or anything like that, but like, you know, and it sucks because I really, really like Jonathan Majors. However, I cannot condone violence against women under any circumstances, so if he is convicted, then, you know... That's really that's really upsetting. It is really upsetting. Yeah. And like I think that Marvel is gonna have to they're gonna have to pull the plug. Like or at least recast. Like I feel like that's the right thing to do. Um even if he gave like an amazing performance, like I just I just don't think it's right. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm so conflicted about this because you know, you we've gotten so many different pieces of information when it comes to this case. I remember when it first broke in March of this year when it was right off the heels of Ant-Man and Creed. So he just did like kind of a back-to-back. Niggas ain't really like Ant-Man like that, but I did fuck with his performance in Ant-Man. I think he, he was probably the best part of that movie. Um, And I and, and Creed was okay. I, thought, I think Creed was pretty, pretty
pretty decent. And I think he his role in Creed was probably the highlight of that too. So he was you kind of saw him bubbling as like a this generation's, I guess, Will Smith or something. I guess lack of a better. I'm not saying he's anywhere near Will Smith or Denzel or anything, but I'm saying that this he's was Jonathan Majors. He's Jonathan Majors, but this <laughs> is the trajectory that he was going. He was he was headed to the promised land. He was going to be the black face. Black women was all up over him. Black men was hating on him, but they was respecting not his me, craft. Not this black man. Not this black. Well, he, of I course, because you, you had different expectations or different desires for him. But, you know, for every everybody else kind of had, like, different opinions with him, and it was kind of interesting to see, like, you know, when someone's this polarizing, usually they, they get pretty big, like, because they, you, they can evoke any reaction, a, a reaction or an emotion out of, like, people. So it was interesting to see that. And then once that broke, that story, it kind of shocked everybody once they found out that it was for domestic violence. And the fact that the domestic violence was towards his ex-girlfriend what happens to be a white woman now look y'all know me y'all know me and y'all know how before you say what you're gonna say think will this get the experience canceled just think about that real quick and then edit or say what you're gonna say okay right. i don't think it's gonna get us canceled because i'm gonna be real real nice about this because i know that people have thought a certain way about how i perceive white people or, you know, white women, but I am in full agreement with Jay. I think that violence and especially domestic violence towards any woman is unacceptable, regardless of who it is, what the race is, how the age is. I don't care. That's not something that you do. You know, they're not going to be able to hear that, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's worth a shot. But yeah, it was, it, it's one of those things that because it's a white woman, I see it. I saw a lot of black men. And some black women too that were just like you know fuck her like she who cares like she's a white woman who cares but we can't really that's my stuff that. we can't really do that because that's like we wouldn't really want that to happen to us if a white man attacked one of our women we would be on their heads just like how probably white men and white women is on jonathan's head for what's going on right now and like i said i'm not gonna say that the nigga's guilty or the nigga did it or anything like that because I don't want to like put that on anybody because who knows the trial just started because we just talking about the trial. The trial literally just started. It's been delayed for like the last six, seven months. Insane. And it just started. So like now it's you're starting to see the pictures. You, they just they just selected the jury. They just um they just you know authorized that certain evidence can't be used against Jonathan Majors because apparently they have like court documents from other incidents that happen all across but they can't use it and then they got like they can bring up the arrest because his girlfriend was arrested because of something like that it's all messy it's all jumbled and i don't think the public can really get a good gauge about what's going on so everyone's highly heavily opinionated um especially you know survivors of abuse and i totally understand that um and you know the niggas who have maybe have been accused of abuse and didn't do that i understand that as well so we need to let this just play out we got to let the court system do its thing. It's a slow burn because that's how the justice system is. But it's hard yeah. for me to say who, what, what's right and what's wrong, especially when it's this sensitive of a case, this high profile of a case. And honestly, the racial implications of this case, too, just can't be ignored. Yeah. And I'll say this one thing, too, just for like people who like have a difference of opinion because she's white. I think that's a slippery slope because if it's you and you're in the same situation, 
you want the same thing. Exactly. And I'm going to say this phrase, stick with it. This is for the ones in the back. Hmm. I'm going to say it twice hmm. just to make sure, make sure if you're listening, go grab a pen, a pencil and write this down. I'm going to give you like five seconds. Hmm. All right. So the phrase is injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I'm going to say it one more time. Oof. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Just keep that in mind. Preach. All right. Preach. I love that. That's such a good quote. And uh, yeah, we just got to we just got to wait and see and me. I'm a big Marvel fan and I'm I was a big As fan of him too. Like I just I I really like this portrayal of Kang. I really like this Loki season. But I'm also not one of those weird niggas that is a like that's okay with abuse. So like I would rather justice be served and me get a good show or me get a good movie like i'm i'm okay with that and it's it's interesting because we me and jay had talked about the recasting implications of it and how like the storyline positioned him and how it's gonna happen i actually read that there's a clause in his contract that nobody else can play king so even if he gets even if he is convicted and he's found to be guilty they would have to like pivot away from the character altogether anyway like that's their only option. So Kane won't won't be a thing. Period. Which, which I guess is a good and a bad thing for the people who are like continuity purists, like people who really want things to be exactly how they were planned out to be. You guys won't see anybody else play Kane. You just won't get Kane anymore. And then the people who wanted justice for his uh, his ex girlfriend see is seeing him you know lose a lot of his opportunities. So yeah. Yeah, you know, speak a little bit about Young Thug because I'm very unfamiliar with that. I can't even hold y'all. I don't know what the fuck. Trial season, trial season. Yeah. Um, where do I start with Thug? Thug is a prominent artist. If you guys don't know who Young Thug is, Jeffrey Williams. Wow. Um, He's. I know. He's. He's like that. He's really, really, really good. Uh, people who aren't fans of him yet, y'all need to fucking wake up, especially now since he's fucking everywhere. He's very good. Very he's good. really good at what he does. Um, and I want to say early last year, probably around when Pushing P came out, when Gunna's album, when that Gunna album came out, um, he got arrested for RICO charges. So they, they, sent, they sent the RICO to him, which basically means that um, it basically means that he is a, they, they're thinking that he is a, the head of a criminal organization. YSL is not just a record label, but it's a front to commit crimes under that as like a street gang. So now the state of Georgia is trying to prove that YSL is in fact a gang and that young thug is the ringleader of this gang and responsible for a lot of the atrocities that have happened in Atlanta over the last, let's say 10 years. So we know we're rappers, especially all throughout history. But recently, we'll say like, when I say recently, probably within the last 10 years, a lot of the subject matter in rap has been heavily doused in gang culture, mm-hmm. um, beef culture, rivalry, stuff like that. That's when a lot of the music and quite frankly, a lot of the good fucking music comes out. Because <laughs> of that shit. So like Thug is a proponent of that. He is he's young Thug. So if you were to if you were to tell a white, an older white lady, what do you think Young Thug's music is about? She might tell you something very similar to what his music is about. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's music. So in my brain, when stuff like this happens, and this is a long, long debate that we, that people have been having in the hip-hop community, should hip-hop lyrics be used in court? 
should lyrics be used in court? And it's been, you know, differing opinions. A lot of people said, no, that's art. That shouldn't be used as a real stance of evidence to be used in a court of law, uh, a song lyric. And other people are saying, no, if the song lyric coincides with a real life event, if we can put those two together, we should be able to use that as evidence. I so, think so. As an artist, yeah. I think that a lot of niggas be lying in their raps. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I was gonna say that, and I just feel like having just like released an album and wrote an album. There's a lot of stuff that I talk about that like it is inspired by true events, but it's not necessarily like 100 like this actually happened this way. Like mm-hmm. there might be like little Easter eggs, but I feel like to use like if somebody was to convict me of something off the basis of what I said in the song, that's dumb as fuck because I could have been like feeling like like when I when I talk about like and welcome to Holly, when I talk about going into rooms and tables covered all in snow, I you know, I have never seen well mm, I have never walked into a room where tables were covered in cocaine and people were shooting up like that. But I know that that happens in L.A. I have like enough, you know, context from, you know, the people that I know. And I was able to use that to like then write it in a first person point of view that was inspired to like make the song. Doesn't mean that I've seen that in real fucking life. So I think that that's dumb to like use that or try and use that as evidence when it's all just like it's kind of like it's art. It's like made up. It's all um, abstract, if you will. So. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how I see it too. I'm not an artist myself, but I see it as literally an expression, an art, like literally an expression of oneself. It may not be 100% real. Like I said, rappers, really rappers be lying in their lyrics. I'm not saying Thug is a liar, but I'm also not saying it's good to use that a lot, use a lot of his lyrics against him in this setting. Like a maybe, his home, maybe his homeboy had a situation where or like maybe like he heard he heard of like an og like from a town a few states over like you know i don't know but you can't say that it was him you can't exactly you can't so like this trial has been really messy from the beginning um the jury selection pool has been shifted so many times obviously it just started now but like i said he was arrested over a year ago over a year ago he's been incarcerated for a long time like he, he hasn't been able to he's been waiting for his right to a fair trial a long time and i don't think this trial process is really fair i think a lot of this and rico is really 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 serious it's something that he will get life if it gets if it really gets bad and, and, and they're, they're able to prove that he is the leader of a gang but the prosecution is silly his defense is silly too i think i think the goal of this is to get it thrown out Hopefully a mistrial. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Tory Lanez was trying to do last year when he did all of that. But he did let's, that let's, let's establish, Not, let's establish, um, you know, the benefit of. I mean, let's establish, you know, reasonable doubt. Let's do that. So that's what he was on, kind of, with just trying to do that with the jury. So like, it gets thrown out, blah blah blah. It's too conflated. I think that's what they're doing now because if you've seen any of the videos of what's been going on at the like, it's, I think it's day five of the trial. So like I said, it literally just started and i've seen so many goofy ass videos and stories of the show i've been seeing thug look i've been seeing thug with a really really shiny retwist and a nice expensive (laughs) sweater and i've been seeing lawyers say that thug means something else than what it really means i think what they say it was truly humble under god 
Yeah. I think that's what they were saying. That's what thug means, which is funny because somebody pulled up an old, um, an old tweet of him that says swag means someone who admires God. So the consistency is there. <laughs> so, I mean, like, he, he, you know, they've been arguing that. And I this think is, another lawyer. This is none of this is serious. None of this is serious. The, the, one of the lawyers was 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 referencing a, a bleach. If anybody's heard of bleach, it's an anime. Came out a while ago and she was referencing a scene in bleach in a court of law. So let's get serious, people. I don't know what's going on with Doug. I just I just hope that this shit gets thrown out because it's so much music that we have been missing. And I fuck with Thug, and it's free Thug. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't think he did that shit. I don't think he did that shit. But you know, we can only you know hope for the best. You know, I'm praying for Thug. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for all parties involved. This is for yeah. even the Jonathan Majors tribe. Just pray, thoughts and prayers to everybody. Thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. All right, what we got next? Oh, oh, you know what else I found out today? You know, it's funny. Every time the day we record, we get a lot too. Yeah, that's funny too. Like the GTA trailer just dropped today, and also something else dropped today. An announcement. Congratulations to Shanti and Nelly. Yes, they're expecting a <laughs> little baby. They're expecting. Hey, you know that honestly, seeing that made me so happy. It inspired me because it shows that because Ashanti and Nelly have been the history between them. Y'all know the history between them has been a, quite a history. And it yeah. kind of, you know, it inspired me to be like, you know, maybe you can make it work with somebody. Here's my thing. You can. None of my exes, don't fucking try that shit. Y'all are done. <laughs> no. No. Some of my exes. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have my eyes set on somebody. We both know that. We'll talk about it off the pod. Hopefully mm-hmm. one day I can bring it to the pod. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but no, definitely congratulations to them. Yeah, big big shout out. I know this is a big thing. I think this is Shanti's first kid, so yeah. this is a big big thing for her. I know she's happy. Right. She's happy to have this, and like the fact, like I said, the fact that they, I can tell that that you know, and I hate saying this because I don't know these people and I'm I don't know celebrities, but it seems like they're really in love. From Do what we can see, propose? it seems like they're really in love. Do you think um, he'll propose? I hope Nelly. so. Like, I feel like people like marriage is dying, and I think mar- I don't. I I know that people feel how they feel. You gen fucking zeers. Oh, marriage is just. I don't give a fuck. I grew up in a time where like marriage was sacred. I always would want to get married. Um, I just feel like that bonding of people. Like you're still your own individual, but like you guys are a unit, and like that representation of love. Right. Like I just love all of everything that comes with that. So I'm always gonna champion marriage. And shit, I'll champion divorce too. If y'all didn't get it right, that's okay. We're human. Get a divorce too. You know? <laughs> but um I champion getting married and only getting married once and you know, taking your time to make sure that you are finding the one for you. But I yeah. don't know. This generation is just very like anti marriage and it make me feel some type of way, low key. I can't lie. But like mm-hmm. I will say I'm also biased because, you know, I grew up and we're both my parents were there. My both my parents are still married to this day. They've been married for 25 years um so i can yeah. understand how somebody who doesn't like come from that same background would feel toward it but i don't know i'm always just gonna i love love i love especially for the gay people because we couldn't get married shit black people there was a time where black people could not get married there's a time when black and white people could not get married now the fact that we're here i feel like take advantage because you know they're starting to roll shit back 
y'all already saw with Roe v. Wade how that was rolled back, and I feel mm-hmm. like you you got to be ready, stay ready, so yeah. you don't have to get ready. Um, and I feel like with marriage, take advantage if you love that person, like do it, do it. Marriage yeah. is a beautiful thing, you know. I've had differing opinions on marriage. We won't get into it. That's another podcast episode. I could probably divulge a little bit, but marriage is beautiful. I do concur with what you said. Um, I think a lot of us nowadays, I think, have started to see marriage in a different light and it's starting to, you know, influence, you know, a lot of our decision making when it comes to marriage, especially black men. But like I said, I'll talk about that in a future episode. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Ashanti. And Congratulations, Ashanti, Nelly. Uh, yeah, I wonder who the baby's going to look like. Yeah, it's probably going to look like it depends on if it's a boy or a girl, I guess. So I've heard there's a there's a thing if she's yelling at him like if he's pissing her off throughout the marriage or throughout the pregnancy the baby's gonna look like him. Really? Yeah. Is that like fake? That sounds no, it's fake. real. It's real. So if you piss off, wow. Like if your future wife is like, Darren, what the fuck? Like you're annoying her. She's like, can you fucking pick this up? Like, oh, god damn it. Oh well. But you, you know, you already have strong genes in your family anyway. So yeah. like that kid's, there's no way you're going to deny that kid. I, know. I don't want my kids to look like me to fuck. So I'm going to, I'm going to be annoying as shit then. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, when you pick up this, when you going to take this out? When you going to clean this? When you going to cook it? Let me go irritate her so I can make my, make sure my kid looks like me. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, what, do we got anything else? Anything, anything we missed? Um. Wow, I don't know. I think that that's it. Oh wow, is that it? I think that's it. So I'm trying to think. What else? What goes on? No, I think. Uh, I think we might be good. I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's. We got a quick one for you guys this week. A bite size, quick. Y'all better all fucking listen to. Yes. No, you better. You have no excuse. This shit's going to end up being like 40 or so minutes. Right. Um, It's no. funny because last week we were like, oh, my God, I think it might be a short one. That shit was like basically an hour. It's the same shit. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Quick in case you missed it today, guys. Um, But, yeah, as always, if you're looking to find all things, all updates, all personal, whatever the fuck, the experience, you can follow us on Instagram at the experience underscore pod you can also find us on tiktok at the experience dot podcast there aren't any videos yet but they are coming we're working on it be patient with us we're cooking um if you want to uh you know find what i'm doing fuck around with me on social media you can find me at on instagram at j under i'm tired y'all so if you guys can't tell (laughs) (laughs) um but you can find me on instagram j underscore good in 98 and then on tiktok just j gooding because yeah uh, where can they find you? And if you want to fuck with me, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Same shit. At Ned Saturn. At N-E-D-S-A-T-U-R-N. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We definitely appreciate it. We'll see you next week thank you, thank for episode five, where we'll have some topics ready for y'all. But that was in case you missed it. Yeah. There we go. Salute. <laughs>